Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman and this is your look at the astrology for November 13th through 19th, 2023. I know I'm doing this a bit later than I typically do, but I have been traveling for most of the day and uh, it didn't, wasn't going to happen at the normal time. And I didn't know when I was going to be able to do it and I wanted to make sure I recorded it. And it's like, it's always different. I maybe think a little bit different when I do it live. So maybe you all are my Tuesday club and now you're watching this <laughs> during lunch or later in Tuesday. Um, but uh, that said, for those that don't know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman and I'm a psychic, I'm an astrologer here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live, although typically a little bit earlier during the day, uh, and we gather live to look at the astrology. And I always hear me talking about how the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. And so this week, We've got a really powerful Scorpio new moon. In fact, we just, we had it earlier today. Its energies are with us. We have a lot to talk about that. Um, and uh, we have also Mars opposite Uranus. And all, even though Mars opposite uh, Uranus was this weekend, if I remember my astrology correctly, sorry, I've been traveling. Um, that energy, and, and I talked about this last week, that energy is seated in today's new moon. What does that mean? We'll talk about that as well. And we also have sun opposite Uranus and how uh, this new moon and even uh, over the next four weeks, because that is the duration of, an, of a lunar month that picks up on a story that has been with us since 2018 and 2019. Yes, there are those dates again. You know that I love to talk about uh, how we went into a different chapter of time starting in 2018, 2019, and how uh, especially 2020, 2021, 2022 had a lot going on astrologically. Then we have Mars uh, also trying uh, Neptune this week. And, and between Uranus and Neptune, we've got a lot of what are called outer planet energies in the astrology this week. And the outer planets are Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. And we have those energies present with us in the astrology. You know, what are, what are outer planets? Outer planets want us to grow and evolve by any means possible. And so we, we can talk about that as well. Um, but before I jump too far in, um, yes, there is a rotary phone in the background. A little fun fact for those that don't know the story. I know I've said it a few times at this point. It used to be my grandmother's and it was still uh, working up until 2012. Uh, she, uh, we had to move her at the time. She was in her 90s. Uh, Hurricane Sandy, before it came to New York City, it hit um, the uh, Delmarva area, which is where she was living. She was living in Delaware. And uh, I don't have a landline. I haven't had a landline since 2004. True story. Um, but it's there in her in her memory, but it's also pretty cool because it's baby blue. But um, anyway, sometimes in my head, it's like my ghost phone. I can pick it up talk to my grandmother but anyway um but yeah so uh we've got let's just let's just dive into the astrologies this week and this is another reason why i wanted to do my show this week uh and not just be like well you know i've got a lot going on guys it's also my birthday week my birthday is on friday november 17th but uh just want to put that out there 
But anyway, let's let's get into this Scorpio new moon. And I think it's important just to put some sort of basic information on the table. What's a new moon? Well, every four weeks, a new moon is when the sun and the moon align in the sky. It means we look out into the sky and we can't see the moon. The moon is being blocked by the sun. That new moon symbolically starts a new chapter, and that chapter takes us over the duration of four weeks, which is the, the length of what's called a lunar month. And during those four weeks, we live life through the archetypical lens that the new moon happened, and then we, you know, two weeks into that new moon period, we have a full moon like clockwork every week or excuse me every month um and you know four weeks ago we had a solar eclipse i don't know if you remember we had a libra solar eclipse on october 14th at 21 degrees of libra and that not only opened up a new chapter but it was a powerful new chapter that opens up a six month chapter six months six month cycle that will take us all the way to the uh, April 8th, 2024, solar eclipse in the Aries. So over the next six months, or at this point, five months, we're living life through the lens of Libra. So that's like the macro storyline. What is Libra? And maybe you're thinking, well, it's Scorpio season. I'm going to start a fire right there. Uh, it's Scorpio season. What, what does this have to do with Libra? So macro cycle, Libra, relationships connection, socialization, building partnership, building alliances, learning to compromise, learning to negotiate, learning to understand the needs of other people. Well, that's going to be a big theme going into April of 2024. And then we're going to have different subchapters where we look at that major theme through a smaller focal point. In this case today, and even over the next four weeks, it's Scorpio. Libra's relationships, Scorpio is what happens behind closed doors. It's the private side of relationships. It is the, the emotionality that's necessary to create deeper uh, relational bonds with somebody. Relationships are just relationships. Oh, hi, how are you? Uh, here, you know, that's sort of surface, you know, the person maybe you see in the coffee shop or people, you know, kind of passing by in your day-to-day -day life. These are surface relationships. What does it take for somebody to become more than just a surface relationship? Well, typically it's an investment of time, it's getting to know somebody, and there's always that sort of awkward and vulnerable point where somebody needs to, and, and, and two people, of course, need to open up to one another. And that sort of talks about the interplay between Libra and Scorpio. It's not easy. It's to be vulnerable, it's to trust somebody, it's to share a secret. It doesn't have to be a lover, it could be a friend, it could be anybody with whom you have a one-on-one -on -one relationship. So going back to Libra, we, again, we have this six-month umbrella of time. And the other thing about this umbrella of time is that the solar eclipse was on the south node of the moon. And without going into a whole explanation, the lunar nodes are what make eclipses happen, but the south node speaks about the past. So it's not just relationships over the next six months, it's relationships through the lens of the past, past, past karma, past relationship patterns, things that, that are unfinished, for example. 
Maybe it's to let something go, so to prepare for something new. So we have that, and then now we're really focusing on relationships through the lens of Scorpio. And this is where we have to get uncomfortable. We have to uh, really reveal ourselves to another person. We have to talk about the things we don't typically talk about. And that's where Scorpio loves to hear the secrets. It loves all to know the really deep stuff, for example. Then I'm, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself just to sort of play out the logic. Then we're going to get into a Sagittarius new moon. And, you know, then it's about faith and, and beliefs and convictions, maybe how two people can either see eye to eye or not see eye to eye. And then we get to Capricorn. It's about sort of the lives that two people build together. And I don't mean necessary romantic partnership, but one-on-one -on -one relationship in the case of Libra. Then we get into Aquarius. Uh, there's an Aquarius new moon. I think it's at the end of uh, January, and that gets into sort of these sort of the the groups and community uh, connections. And then we go into Pisces, and Pisces. It's it's not just the water that we see in Scorpio. It's about really seeing the humanity in one another, which can really make a relationship deeper because you're really looking at something from a much higher you know, spiritual level, for example. And maybe it is, it's even to forgive, to find compassion, to let something go from the past of relationships. And then we start the whole cycle over again when we have the Aries solar eclipse on April 8th of 2024. But Aries is the I, it's the individual, it's self-reliance, self-motivation. It's very different uh, than you know trying to figure out how to negotiate with somebody, you know, you know, taking into account the needs of other people. But we need both. We need Libra. We can't have so much Libra we, that we rely on other people that we forget about our needs, our wants, and our desires. So I really wanted to lay out, you know, what's going on with this macro part of the story before we really get into today's Scorpio new moon. And in Scorpio, and I'm saying this as a Scorpio, it's not an easy sign. What do I mean by that? Well, each sign of the zodiac, there's 12 in total, they are archetypes. They are the 12 archetypes of life, the 12 archetypes of creation, and, and you will see every facet of life, meaning death too, transformation, um, the things that are difficult, the things that test us, the things that move us, the things that open us up, for example, contained somewhere in the zodiac wheel. Well, it just so happens that Scorpio is that sign that teaches us about these things. One of the ways in which I frame Scorpio is to say it like this. Imagine a life where you are never tested. Imagine a life where everything is the same. Maybe you never leave the small little world in which you were born into. Uh, do you grow? No. So there will be times in our life where life will test us, where things may be hard or difficult, or where we feel raw, we feel vulnerable. Can I trust this person? But that's through that emotional alchemy that real change and transformation can happen. Never forget that Scorpio is a water sign. The, the three water signs are, are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Pisces just happens to be the last sign of the zodiac. And water as an element transports us, 
transport meanings it carries us into a new chapter it allows us to move on and that's the other side of Scorpio season and and you know I spoke about this I believe uh, last week and how yes there's a very uh, seasonal bias to uh, astrology it's of course it doesn't take into account the southern hemisphere and how it's the opposite seasons for example but is to look at Scorpio at least symbolically through this very seasonal lens which is the you know it's the decay of life the trees are turning colors they are the leaves are falling and it's a preparation to go into winter, although winter will not start, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, until the, the 21st of December, roughly when the sun goes into Capricorn. So that's the season that we're in. Then let's talk about the outer planets. So Uranus is a big player in today's new moon, which means that it is a big energy that will play out over the next four weeks. And it's very possible that we've been already feeling Uranus in the past couple of days, because I believe we had the Mars-Uranus opposition this weekend. Uranus, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, these are the three planets that were not known to the ancients. They were discovered by in modern, modern times. I say modern because uh, Uranus was discovered in 1781, not so modern, but it's you can't see Uranus. You can't see Neptune with the, with the visible eye, you, or the naked eye. You have to use uh, a telescope, for example. So symbolically speaking, these three planets talk about an aspect of life where evolution and transformation is demanded. Over the next four weeks, evolution and transformation is demanded of us. We have Sun opposite Uranus. We had that today, the 13th, and, and Sun opposite Uranus is what I like to call the coming out aspect. Something that is inside of us, something that is true to who we are, has to be revealed by any means possible. And I say by any means possible, although you're like, well, Katie, if astrology is 50%, what about me? Um, well, there's, there's forces that are bigger than us, bigger than our ego, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, bigger than our lives, and where we need these forces of transformation in order for things to happen in our lives. So something has to change, something has to shift, something has to awaken this week, something that is inside of you has to be, has to be revealed. And the question is, what is it? Every, of course, this is going to be relevant to each and every person in, in their own way. One of the ways in which we can look at this, uh, this new moon is because Uranus has been in Taurus since May of 2018, in March of 2019, and if you've been listening to my my sh my, my my weekly update uh, of the past few years, and even going back to 2019 when I started doing my live show, um, Uranus in Taurus has said that over the course of seven years, something about uh, our stability, our security, our sense of what is rooted and grounded, a uh, sense of value, self-worth. Taurus is the second sign of the zodiac. It's the first fixed sign. And Taurus and Scorpio, on the other end of the sky, they form the axis of matter and manifestation. 
Taurus is about the rebirth of life. It's the fertility. It's the, the pleasure of, of earthly living. It's food. It's money. It can be sex as well, but it's also a sign that really teaches us about the, the material and the manifested world. And, and so does Scorpio. Scorpio and Taurus are money signs. They are about property and assets and finance, but Scorpio symbolically also speaks to the decay of the life cycle that stands in contrast to the rebirth of the life cycle that we see in Taurus. So even though it's a different time of year, we're really seeing the sort of the tension, the push and pull at something that might be very much a part of our material and manifested world right now. Uranus and Taurus, like I said, over a seven-year process, we're only we're five years into it, it's got a couple more years left, means that something about, you know, what we value, uh, our relationship with matter in the material world, um, and even the, I would say, the ups and downs that we've all had over the past few years, something has to change. I wrote about this in my um, my my new moon report for, for the Scorpio new moon, and sometimes, I mean, you, some of you are my clients, and sometimes you say, well, I, I'm trying to think back, like, what, what changed since 2018, 2019? I don't see it. And, and some of you actually do say, wow, like, I can see really key events that are happening May of 2018, maybe November of 2018, when Uranus went back into Aries and you know, left Taurus and March 2019 and maybe April 2019, maybe November 2019, maybe um, April 2020, November 2020, etc. I'm saying April and November because those are roughly when the sun is in Taurus or the sun is in Scorpio and it picks up on those energies of Uranus. But to the best of our ability, it's to go back and look at the thread of what has been in our lives, um, you know, what has changed, what has shifted what has demanded to be transformed, especially when we know what part of our chart Taurus falls in. And you may be thinking, but I'm not a Taurus. But you have to understand that you have all 12 signs and the zodiac in your personal astrology, even if you have nothing in Taurus. Um, this is uh, the, 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 this is the, you know, Taurus is something that's very much highlighted in your personal astrology, even if there's nothing there. So it is to go back and to look for the thread. Um, and when I go through each of the 12 signs of the zodiac, you will see maybe, hopefully, what has been shifting thematically over the last five years. Uh, for some of you, maybe you're like, I, I, I don't know. And it's possible that it's not an external shift, it's an internal shift, meaning it's an emotional shift, it's a spiritual shift, it's a shift of consciousness an awareness that is registered more interiorly than exteriorly, for example. So it's again, it's for you to see what is the story that has been unfolding in your life since then. But it is a new moon. New moons are typically powerful new periods. This typically, sometimes people like to set intentions, um, but it's to really uh, see that there's something, you know, something wants to shift in the axis of our life right now. Maybe it's obvious, maybe it's not so obvious. 
The second evolutionary planet that's uh, getting some airtime this week is Neptune. And Neptune works a bit differently than Uranus. Uranus is about awakenings. It's about uh, revolutions, uh, shaking things up, changing the status quo, getting out of our own way. Uranus is very unsentimental. If something's in our way, sometimes things can quickly leave our lives. That's a little bit of what Uranus is famous for. And I think before I forget, um, we had a lot of Uranus energy in the astrology in the beginning of August. And then we had that Leo new moon in, um, I think it was August 16th of this, of this year. And so maybe you're seeing themes from August that are tied to today. Maybe those themes from August are also tied to um, April, May, when we had a previous round of eclipses and we had a... Uh, uh, Taurus new moon for example but anyway Neptune a little bit different than Uranus Neptune does its work by um, revealing something that needs to be transcended what does that mean well we're all human beings we have egos we have sufferings we have pasts we have memories we have parents and the things that we carry both in this life and in other lifetimes and Neptune, uh, in contrast to Uranus, which is awakenings, Neptune talks about some sort of emotional and spiritual process. Whether it's to refine something, whether it's to do a spiritual work, Neptune in its highest form is unconditional love. It's a pretty high bar, for example. But in order to find unconditional love, sometimes we have to go through the abyss, which is another sort of part of the Neptune archetype. We kind of go deep into ourselves. He's a little bit like a Pluto transit, but Neptune works, um, can be very ethereal. It can maybe not always register in our awareness of the astrology, but Neptune has been in Pisces, it is right now for four well not for 14 years since um 2012 2011 2012 so that's 11 years and neptune will finally start to leave uh, pisces starting in 2025 and then it's finally out of pisces in 2026 so that's just a couple of years from now you know even uranus is going to start to leave uh taurus going into gemini just for a few months in the um from July to November of 2025. So that said, like we have these two energies, you know, how do we awaken? How do we shift? How do we get an, out of our own way? You know, what needs to move and maybe a little bit unsentimentally so, what needs to be forgiven? What needs, you know, what's the compassion? What's the, what do we need to transcend? Um, where are we in our abyss this week? Although it is Mars trying Neptune, um, but it could be a, a really potent week, you know, and I say potent in the sense of just like there's, there's energies present. It doesn't necessarily mean that something happens, but certainly it's energies that we can use proactively to make a change or to transcend something or use something to, to forgive and to have compassion and to let go. So that is your bigger overview of the astrology this week. Let's look at each of the 12 zodiac signs, starting with Aries. 
Aries, so Mars is your planet. It's still in Scorpio. It doesn't leave Scorpio uh, until a couple more, I think another week. I don't have the, the date handy. I think it's like the 26th week. I will get it. It goes into Sagittarius on the 24th of of uh of november so we just got a like a week and a half or so of left in scorpio and it's a bit of a heavy place for mars to be although technically mars is in its own sign so this is a over the past uh probably four weeks we've been really getting in deep to these themes about vulnerability trust power control facing your fears looking at your shadow side somebody once said to me oh, what does shadow work mean what does shadow side mean it just means the part of yourself that you don't look at it's it's, it's kind of hidden from you it's it's your shadow for example mars is a sort of a big player with the scorpio new moon says that over the next four weeks you've, you've got some work to do aries it could be a time of personal shifts personal alchemy personal awakenings and, um, you know, as I was speaking about Uranus and Taurus in 2018-2019, Taurus is a money sign for you. So there's been some story over the past five years, whether it's about money, literally about money, income, material stability, and material security. Maybe there have been ups and downs in money. Maybe you've been trying to, to change your money story or change your relationship with the material world, for example. But... Even if it's not this emotional process or this emotional alchemy for you this week, Aries, it's, it could also be about money and property. Um, maybe you're even looking into estate planning and wills and trusts. I know that's a little being a Scorpio, for example. But um, these, these, uh, this new moon with the opposition to Uranus really plays at these bigger questions about your material life, but also trust, vulnerability, power, and control for example, and it might be a bit of a pivot point uh, for you this week, next week, and I would even go as far as to say over the next four weeks. Um, Taurus. Taurus, I know, I know we've had this conversation quite a few times at this point, but you know, we have to revisit it. And um, since 2018, 2019, you've had a visitor in your sign, Uranus. Uranus moves so slowly that it has taken five years to go from the beginning of Taurus to all the way uh, to 20 degrees, 21 degrees of Taurus. It doesn't leave Taurus until 2025 and 2026. If you are born on the end of Taurus, you are starting to experience something that maybe somebody born at the beginning of Taurus was experiencing five years ago, for example. As I said in the introduction, what is Uranus? It is this force of evolution and transformation and awakenings that's been present in your sign since 2018 and 2019. It's for you to go back and reflect on the version of self that you were you know, five years ago. Maybe that's a very dramatic transformation. I've certainly know quite a few Tauruses in my life who have gone through some dramatic transformations. Um, maybe it's an inward transformation. Maybe you're, maybe you're still stuck, and that's fine. Um, but you do have this energy, and I would say to the best of your ability, 
use it to get unstuck. And just remember, Taurus, that your mind will never understand that statement. Um, it's to feel, it's to feel where you're stuck. It's to make a decision to sort of make a commitment, commitment to yourself that even if you don't know exactly how, that you are taking the steps little by little to get unstuck. But this is a huge psychic, psychic force that's going between a Scorpio season and Scorpio. The Scorpio new moon is about relationships, whether it's about your primary partnership or whether it's about relationship and example, there is a big line of uh, tension. And I say tension, but tension doesn't have to be a bad thing. Tension that's running between you and other people. It could even mean that you've stepped into a four week period where new people come into your life, maybe new relationship comes into your life, but whomever does come into your life right now, it has to represent the changes and transformations that have been happening and, and there's the necessity for them to happen. Venus, which is your planet, it is over in Libra and it's been energizing the solar eclipse energies. Uh, could be that this is about relationship, this is about you, this is about sometimes, um, I don't know, maybe there's a better word, being you know, sometimes we can be subservient in relationship, but it's all to find balance and maybe relationship words to do it um, with a lot of heart, wanting to help, wanting to open up to people. But that said, you know, with Venus, your planet down in what's called your six, that you, this is a time when you have to work, focus on your health, your wellness, the physicality of your life, the how the what's the the, 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 the can't think of the word the um, the the schedule and the routine, the systems that run your life. But this is a this powerful energy that's running through your astrology. And then, you know, I will say Venus, which is your planet, it will get into Scorpio on December 4th, which believe it or not is around the corner. I'm like, how is that possible? Um, but that's when you're really going to get a little bit more deeper into the story about relationship and you and new beginnings and awakenings and getting out of your own way. Gemini. Gemini. So your planet is Mercury. Uh, as you know, of as of last week, it has gone into Sagittarius. Now, it's it's like the, when I say your planet is Mercury, it's like whatever Mercury is doing in the sky it could be retrograde, it could be direct, it could be making a square to Saturn, like was last week really speaks about how you are experiencing and potentially experiencing your day to day life. Mercury going into Sagittarius last week says that over the course of what, like it doesn't get into Capricorn until December 1st. So over the next two and a half weeks, it's in your sign of relationship. So this is a natural time for you to connect to other people, to um, interact and socialize, to build partnership and connection. Mercury is moving a little bit fast but it did make that square to Saturn late last week. And I just wanted to re-highlight that because you went into a chapter about relationship, but relationship where you need to get very clear about what works and what doesn't work, what, what sort of commitments you need to make with people, how you follow up with people, for example. To go to Uranus, um, and you heard me say this in the introduction, and we've talked about this before, Uranus is something called your 12th sign. So some of, some of the changes and transformations maybe are happening behind the scenes. Maybe they're happening on a spiritual level, for example. That said, we have the Scorpio new moon 
today and it's in your six sign work projects making sure that your day-to-day -day, uh, stuff runs this is about systems whether it's the systems of health and wellness or systems of work and projects but nevertheless there is this big energy that's happening between a part of your chart that, that you can't get more human and grounded than what's called the six and the 12th is your spiritual life. So there could be this big tension this week between, and even over the next few weeks, about you know who are you? What is your day-to-day -day life? And how does that align or not align with your spiritual life? I will say Mars in this part of the chart, you know, you're six, it makes you a little bit of a workaholic or you're really working very hard. But I think that's some of the tension uh, this week is like how to make sure your day-to-day -day life is an expression and an alignment with some of these spiritual awakenings, these spiritual changes and changes in consciousness that have been happening over the last four or five years. This has to live on a day-to-day -day level. It has to infuse your rituals. It has to, um, it, you know, how you take care of yourself. So maybe that's where you're seeing the tension this week. Cancer. Cancer. So this, uh, oh, i got to get my brain. <laughs> so this new moon is in something called your fifth. And the fifth, um, I actually really love the fifth sign. And whenever the fifth is highlighted, it gets into these themes about identity, self, self-expression, creativity. So you've opened up this new chapter with this new moon where it sort of says, okay, over the next four weeks, prioritize yourself, prioritize creativity and self-expression. A lot of times when people hear creativity, they think art. Creativity comes in a lot of different forms, not just art, although certainly that's one way of doing it. Creativity is when we take something that lives inside of us and put it into something, whether it's a project, whether it's a piece of artwork, whether it's making dinner, whether it's you know a spreadsheet. Um, the fifth is where the spirit of the self resides. It's not the raw spark of what's called the first. The fifth is where we need to nourish the things that light us up and give us passion. So there's a lot of energy there right now. And maybe there's this sort of sense of like trying to come back to self, come back to the things that light you up and give you joy and give you passion, for example. But also to remember that there is this line of tension that's running between the fifth and the 11th and so the tension or at least the point of awakening is about friends community society humanities social issues and social causes and for you cancer to go back to the last four or five years and look at the story that's been unfolding in friendship in your connections in your relationship with the world and you know how you interact and socialize not just with people on a one-on-one -on -one level but really make a connection with people who you feel are allies people who you with whom you see things um in the same way for example this is um playing off of a solar eclipse a pretty powerful solar eclipse that was in your astrology just four weeks ago and i think with you know, now that Venus is in the same sign as the solar eclipse, and this would you know, the, the solar eclipse happen in your sign of home and family, uh, your household, where you live, maybe there's been a move, maybe there will be a move. 
but I think we can't um, lose sight of the fact that there's still a lot of stuff happening in that part of the chart in addition to the fifth. And maybe, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a month to see what this eclipse is really about. Sometimes it's a month before, sometimes a month after. And, um, you know, maybe identity and who you are and these bigger questions and how that relates to home and family or where you live. Maybe that's where you're seeing a lot of the tension this week, Cancer. Leo. Leo, so you are what's called a fixed sign, and I know that we've talked about this uh, many times at this, you know, over the past few years. And for you, uh, it's it's you potentially have seen a lot of changes in your professional life over the last four or five years. And I know I've had this conversation with uh, Leo clients or Leo rising clients, and sometimes they scratch their head and they're like, "Well, I don't see it." Maybe it's not external, maybe it's internal, maybe it's a shift in ambition, sometimes it's dramatic, sometimes it's not dramatic, but there, there is this force of evolution that has been in your career sign since May 2018 and March of 2019. It's to the best of your ability to find the thread, the thread that is yours, the thread that really talks about something that has been, been revealing and transforming over the last five years. For some, it has meant needing to make a career change or to sort of shift and drive your life in a different direction. Maybe it's a seed that's been planted that's to come to fruition at a different time, um, but there is a lot of tension that's running in the chart at the moment. Now, for you, Scorpio is something called your fourth sign. It's home, it's foundation, it's roots, it's the household, it's where you live. This new moon is sort of getting into these questions about, okay, well, where do we live? Do we need to move? Like, what's what's my focus on home and family? Like, where is home? And who is home? And maybe this is a, a week or three weeks or four weeks, the duration of the new moon, where it's a time of revelations. And sometimes the, the realization of where's home and, <clears throat> and who is home is... Maybe that can come out of left field. Like actually, you know, home is 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 more than just my biological family. It's something else, and maybe that's a shift of consciousness or shift how you see things. Maybe that's a shift of your personal axis with this new moon. Of course, is to see how this shows up in your life, but. It's, this is a, a powerful energy, and it's kind of curious to see how it's going to affect you, Leo. What's after Leo? Virgo. Virgo. So Mercury is your planet, and Mercury has been in Sagittarius since late last week. You, for you, Virgo Sagittarius is your sign of home and family, roots and foundation. So it's like, you know, one of the major hands in your personal clock is now pointing towards that part. It will point towards that part until December 1st, which is, you know, I've said this before, it's a little weird to think that that's about two weeks away from now. Like, how is that possible? Um, but nevertheless, you've got about two and a half weeks to really focus on putting your, putting down roots, sort of themes around home and family, or maybe even themes about moving, or even getting your emotional needs met. Now, Mercury moves fast, so this is a little bit of a fast time 
over the next uh, two weeks. Do keep in mind, Virgo, and I, I talked about this last week, you have a Saturn up in your 10th, and it's going to be there for you know, two and a half more years. And this isn't the, the normal time. Maybe there's a better way to put that. It's saying that you're just in a, in a phase of life where you, there's a pressure on you to step up. There's a pressure on you to take on new duties and responsibilities. There's a pressure on you to define or even redefine your place in the world. What is the title after your name? Maybe it's time for it to be something else. It doesn't have to be within the, st the structure of something um, professional or organizational. Maybe it's just the way that you see yourself in the world or even the way that you, you know, sort of direct your life. For example, you know, for you, Virgo, uh, you know, when I when I talk about Uranus in the in the opening um, introduction to this to this video, you know, Uranus isn't hitting on points like it is some of the other signs. You know, for you, it's a little bit more of a philosophical shift, a shift of how you see things, um, shift in direction, uh, opening up your eyes, trying to widen your viewpoint, trying to get more worldly, focusing on education, for example. And maybe it is to look back at what you believed in four or five years ago versus what you believe in now, or you know maybe it's been to get very clear about you know your, what your convictions are, for example, or matters of faith, or matters of truth. The the Scorpio new moon highlights something called your third, so it could mean different things to different people. You know, having you know, Mars there, having the Scorpio new moon there, it does make for a busy next four weeks. Even with Mar uh, Mercury, your uh, your planet focusing on the home, and maybe it's just a lot of movement in the home, or a lot of movement around the home in the local environment, for example. If it's not um, busyness, it could be a time to focus on education. You're taking classes. You're trying to see the world. You're traveling. You're getting curious. Um, but there is this tension point that's happening between what's called your third and your ninth. So there could be a push and pull between information and ideas and what these information and ideas make. Maybe you're really trying to figure out, again, what you believe in, what you stand for. Uh, maybe there's this, you know, maybe again, you're taking classes. Maybe you're doing some investigation. Maybe you're doing some reading. But it is a time where the mind and sort of philosophy and sort of this greater vision is highlighted over the next four weeks. Libra. Libra. So Venus is your planet. And I think as of last uh, week or the 8th of November, you've had Venus in your sign. So this sort of concludes a, t a year, I think it's a year chapter, um, of Venus you know, going through each of the 12 zodiac signs. As of course, as you know, we had the Venus retrograde from July to September of 2023. So you've been a little bit um, behind the scenes. You've been trying to figure things out. You've been trying to go back to the past. And maybe now it feels like you're getting that boost of new beginnings. And I probably said this last week, but Venus is in the same sign, not just as you, but the same sign as a solar eclipse in Libra that we saw on October 14th. That eclipse is all about new beginnings, very powerful personal new beginnings. And so over the next couple of weeks into the end of November, 
Venus is going to activate this eclipse degree, for example. So this might, these next two weeks might hold some very important events or important decisions or important personal milestones that give you a deeper understanding of what the October eclipse was about for you. But that said, uh, this uh, Scorpio, um, I almost said eclipse, this <laughs> Scorpio new moon is in your second sign of money and income, material stability and security. So this could be a new moon that's very nuts and bolts, like how do I earn a living? Like, do I have enough? Do I need to earn more? Do I need to focus on you know, how I purchase, what I invest in, um, even my self-worth and value, for example. Uranus on the other end of the sky talks about an emotional process that's been unfolding over the last uh, four or five years. And Uranus in your eighth is not so, let's say, overt as some of the other signs. The eighth is very personal and private space. It gets into these deeper emotional truths and sometimes even deeper uh, uncomfortable places within us. But something's been trying to shift and awaken around themes of vulnerability, trust, power, and control over the last four years. Um, so you may see a lot of emotions come up with this new moon um, into the next few weeks. It could be something about, do I have enough? Can I trust this person? Are we on the same page? Um, maybe in, a, in, a, in, in the best possible way, you're able to really do a deep work where there's a shift and transformation around vulnerability, power, trust, for example. Um, but again, you know, really focusing on your material life. Uh, that's, a, that's sort of that major lens for you over the next four weeks. And Mercury, I'm not Mercury. I will add that Mars, which is your relationship planet, is in this mix. So this might include uh, a primary relationship or people who are in your life. Can I trust them? Or really re relying on somebody to help you step into a new chapter of your life. Or for some, and maybe this is where two people are in therapy together, maybe or they're having a really deep and powerful conversation where something needs to be revealed. Um, Scorpio. Happy birthday, Scorpio. If your birthday is this week, you've got a Scorpio new moon that accompanies you. Well, of course, if your birthday is the 13th, the 12th, the 11th, um, you know, 13th, 14th, maybe 15th, you're going to feel this uh, more. But, you know, of course, if your birthday is the, the 13th, the day of the new moon, it means that the coming year is a powerful new beginning and one that sees a lot of push and pull between you and other people, you and a relationship, or possibly even a relationship coming into your life. Um, let's talk about 2018 and 2019. So that was the year that Uranus went into your relationship sign, Taurus. And uh, of course, every Scorpio is going to live this differently. But what it said to you is that over the arc of seven years, which is the time that it takes from Taurus to go, Uranus to go from the beginning of Taurus all the way to the end of Taurus, something has to change in relationship. Why I say have to, because it's the thing about Uranus is that Uranus is an evolutionary planet. So there's been this process of evolution that's been happening in relationship over the last four or five years. Maybe you're scratching your head and you're saying, I have no relationship, but you are not living alone in the woods with zero contact with humanity. Like there is some sort of relational 
process that's happening. And what Uranus is saying, and Uranus has been reminding Scorpio, is that number one, Scorpio can't do it alone. Number two, Scorpio has to open up to other people, which is not always Scorpio's MO. Again, every Scorpio is going to feel this differently. And, and even for Scorpio to go back and look at the version of who they were, 2018-2019, versus the version of who they are now, maybe it's quite different. But nevertheless, there is this push and pull between you and other people this week, um, whether that's, again, a major partnership or just you and other people, relationships uh, in general. And the story is not isolated. It's a story that picks up on a bigger story that's been with you over the last four or five years. I guess just start saying six because once we get into 2024, it's going to be six six years, for example. But it's a... So it's a lot of a lot of powerful energy. I will also add, you know, Mars has been in your sign. So you have this sort of the power, the strength, the command of Mars and Scorpio. And Mars is also making a trine to Neptune. Um, and so it is bringing up a lot of energies of movement and emotionality and compassion, but also things about identity and the revelation of self that has been ongoing for the last decade. Sagittarius, Sagittarius. So you hear me say Jupiter is your planet and it has been in Taurus over the last six months. Taurus for you is your sign of money, income, material stability, and material security. And it's really focused almost like a hand on the clock. Um, did I say material stability? It's also a, a, um, a health and wellness sign for you. And maybe like a hand on the clock, it's really focused you on, you know, taking care of your body, taking care of your health, making sure that the, the daily rituals and daily systems that everything runs on, it is running smoothly. Jupiter has been in the same sign as Uranus over the last six months, although they will not make the conjunction until April of next year. But you do, it's like one of your major planets is in the room with Uranus. This only happens once every, it's, it's probably more than 12 years, the Uranus-Jupiter cycle. No, it's, it's anyway, I'm not gonna get down the rabbit hole. Um, so you're preparing for something. And I think that this, uh, this new moon talks about the preparation of something that may be coming in 2024. Scorpio for you in the Scorpio new moon, Scorpio is your 12th sign. The 12th is the end. It's the end of the, of the zodiac wheel. It's the end of your personal zodiac. And the Scorpio new moon says that something needs to shed. We need to make room. We need to release. We need to integrate, reflect, and also prepare for a cycle that will begin when we have the Sagittarius new moon on, I gotta look up the date. On, on the 12th of December. So that's a, that's a lot of deep inner work, a, deep, a lot of deep inner reflection. And, and when I say like preparing for something that comes in 2024, you've got a lot of interesting astrology in 2024, uh, Sagittarius. Um, you know, maybe that's worth some reflection, but typically the, the four weeks before your birthday, give or take, is a time to go inward. So really honor this time so that something can be revealed to you both inwardly and externally and that can prepare you for some bigger shifts to happen in 
Capricorn. Capricorn, so Saturn is your planet and Saturn continues to be in Pisces where it's been since March of 2023. We talked about this on the 4th. Um, I believe that was last week. I don't know. I've been traveling. Can't remember what date is, but um, Saturn is now direct. So maybe you're feeling things in a little bit of a different phase now that your planet is direct. It was retrograde since June, I think it was June 17th. So from June to the beginning of November was your time to reflect, to integrate, to take all these new experiences and sort of to bring them in a way that they can actually now bring you forward. That said, Saturn's in Pisces and Pisces is a very spiritual and intuitive sign for, for Saturn to be. And sometimes I think a little bit difficult for Saturn to be because what, what you are building isn't concrete. It's not physical. Pisces by its nature is not a material sign, it's immaterial. It is spiritual. It is the other half to the material, for example. And um, you know, for you, Scorpio is your 11th sign. Uh, this new moon is about community, friends, social connection, social circles, social issues, social causes, sort of the, the networks of people that you are connected to. And the push and pull that has been, um, you know, highlights a story about personal transformation and personal awakening and the revelation of identity over the last five years. And so as you realize how much you have changed over the last four or five years, how does that change how you exist in the world, your relationship with social issues, social causes, your relationship with your friends, for example? But this is a dynamic new, new moon. Um, is not necessarily striking upon um, some of the areas of the chart that like it is for the other signs, but it does bring up these bigger questions about self and identity. Um, Aquarius, Aquarius, Saturn is your, is your planet. I know Saturn moves so slowly, it takes three years typically to, to cover one sign of the zodiac and, and 29 and a half years, yes, 29 and a half years to go through the entirety of the zodiac. So you have these very distinct chapters in your life where the energy of your life is typically concentrated on one area. Of course, there's other things going on, but this is the chapter of your life that is about money, income, material stability, material security, your relationship with the material world. Of course, everybody's going to live this differently and everybody has different material values. And I think it's for just to, again, to reiterate, making sure that your material values align with Pisces. Pisces is the soul, is the spirit. The things that we're buying, the things that we're investing, they have to feel mission aligned so maybe the bigger question is for you aquarius like what is your mission what is your purpose that said the scorpio new moon is a powerful new new moon that highlights your career whether if it's career it's then it's direction it's your duties and responsibilities and the world is the title after your name so Mars has also been in this part of the chart and maybe you've had some a lot of big things come up for you. Maybe you're very much focused on your professional life. Maybe it's about these sort of bigger questions about where am I driving my life towards? And maybe with the element of Saturn and Pisces, it's like, okay, well, if this is the role I play in the world. And this is the money that I make or the value I put on things. How do I make sure that everything is aligned with a deeper sense of mission and purpose? 
Do not forget that this new moon, it, it activates Uranus and Taurus, uh, a planet that's been making some big waves in your life since 2018 and 2019. And Uranus ha has been in your fourth since then, so the last five years, and is to see what has been the changes in the household, your living situation, who has moved in, who has moved out. Um, where what, what is your relationship with getting your emotional needs met over the last five years? It's been a bit of a dramatic, potentially dramatic influence on your life, but also maybe Uranus has been about some of the internal and emotional shifts over the last five years and in your attempt to answer a very basic question, where is home and who is home? And maybe even to additionally add, what is your relationship with this, this sort of the, the archetype of family versus how it is actually being lived in your in your life? Sorry, no such. Pisces, Pisces. So Jupiter is your planet. It continues to be in Taurus, and Taurus is what's called your third sign voice, communication, how you think and listen and learn. So this is a year-long chapter. Um, it's like one of the major hands in your personal astrology clock is pointing towards the third. So it's been a time over the last six months to get curious, to try on new things, to you know, kind of get into the excitement of reading, thinking, speaking, communication, communicating, taking classes. Maybe you're a writer, you're focusing on a manuscript, maybe you're taking classes, maybe you're reading all the books, for example. Jupiter is in the same sign as Uranus. And although the conjunction is not until April of 2024, the conjunction means that these two planets do come together in the sky. Um, you know, Uranus is the great awakener and maybe how you think and listen and learn, how you speak, your relationship with your voice is very different than it was, you know, four or five years ago in 2018, 2019, when Uranus first entered. There is something that becomes very personal about this process as you go into 2024. That said, the Scorpio new moon is on the opposite side of the sky. It is in something called your ninth sign. The ninth is where we really figure out what do we believe in? What do we stand for? What do we think is true? Uh, you know, the sense of like educating yourself, seeing the world. This The ninth is a very worldly part of our personal of our personal astrology and the you know over the next four weeks maybe you are planning a long distance trip maybe you do want to go to another country maybe you do want to see um, different cultures different points of views or maybe you're really focusing on your education going back to school or thinking about you know what do i need what sort of education do i need in order to take that into my professional life um you know so are these these deeper matters of faith and i and i will say pisces because you know we, we talked about this last week you do have saturn in your sign it's a little bit of a heavy influence saturn did turn direct on the 4th of november so just last week so i just wanted to reiterate that this is a time of personal milestones and as you hit personal milestones maybe that's where the ninth comes in well what does it mean what is, the, what is the meaning, the deeper meaning and mission and purpose behind these things in my personal life? Um, I've, I've, hit a, I've, hit, I've hit a goal, but is it enough? Or does it fulfill something? Or how do I orient my life, for example? 
but it's kind of a little bit of big time for you Pisces um, you do have Mercury which is one of your major planets um, it's in Sagittarius it's in something called your gosh your uh, your 10th sign so it's it really it's a two-week period about taking on new duties and responsibilities but maybe one where you have to really weigh your options and weigh your choices right now so that is your look at the astrology for the week of november 13th through 19th 2023 i'm just squeaking this in um before the day ends like i said i was traveling all day and i was like how do i make this happen i wanted to record it before i left but it was not gonna happen so thank you all i appreciate you and we will go back to our regular <laughs> you know bat channel uh next monday when we do this live at 6 p.m eastern um in the meantime enjoy the week enjoy the new moon and for you to all to see what is the story that is threading its way and how maybe it's a little bit of an old story that has been with you since 2018 2019 so you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com i know some of you are my clients uh, follow me on facebook instagram spotify and until next week take care bye, -bye.